Howdy, howdy. It's just Kev here just for a second on, but it was aliens. Mr. Granville Moonwalker will be along shortly, but I've popped on before he arrives to let you folks know that today is a special day once again. Yes, indeed, it is Mr. Moonwalker's birthday. You know what that means? Yes, I'm going to be a bastard to Granville in some way, shape or form. Now today, I'm going to tell Granville that his job is to convince you folks that he has researched this episode. And if he can, I will do cocktails at the end. I'm giving him my research notes, which Granville has never seen before recording, and Granville doesn't know that you're in on it, folks. What I've actually also done, though, is insert little lines into several sections of today's case, mainly about Granville's allegedly true sexual interests and lack of physical strength, to which Granville will have to do cocktails if he refuses to read. Meanwhile, as an extra treat, we are also covering taxi ghosts, which if you've been listening to us for a while, you will know is a ghost Granville claims to have experienced himself. I'm being deadly serious, Granville legitimately believes that he's seen one of these things. I'm expecting lots of Granville sarcasm and passive aggression, but this episode could also be an absolute car crash. Let's crack on and find out. Howdy, howdy. Hi, hello. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the paranormal comedy podcast where we probe strange and unusual events to decide for the questionable benefit of humanity what really happened. We take it in turns to host, usually, and this week it's my episode. My name is Kev. Alongside me, with no idea what's coming up today, is Mr. Granville Moonwalker. Today is a special day now, isn't it, Granville? It is. I got a new tattoo. Thank you, Mr. Fandango. And I'm also drinking some whiskey. It's a special day. Is there anything else special about today? <laughs> With someone born on this day? Well, <laughs> technically, no. <laughs> well, someone was. <laughs> wasn't me. We're celebrating someone else's birthday. <laughs> will, will someone have been born around the day this releases? Yeah, probably. Is it you? Also, Mr. Fandango. Yeah. I don't know why you call him Mr. Fandango, but no one's going to know who that is other than Mr. Fandango. Indeed. Hello there, sir. But let's roll on, for we begin our tale today in a sleepy little town in East Anglia, England. Well, I say that because it's Granville's birthday episode. I've let Granville research most of today's episode. Yes, I've told Granville what to research for each section. This could go very, very badly, but take it away, sir. Is that meant to, do, is that meant to be shots? Nope. Cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing, son. <laughs> You've really fucked me here, ain't you? <laughs> More than you could ever know. <laughs> I've fucked you more with the research notes than I have with the drinks. I know. A gentleman who shall allegedly truthfully remain anonymous was on a night out and may have partied a little too hard. The gentleman... 
according to the research notes, had a very small penis. This fact is neither here nor there, but the wang looked a little bit like an acorn. The gentleman, having partied too hard, needed to get home. The unnamed gentleman's friends directed this unnamed individual towards the nearest taxi rank, and the unnamed gentleman got in the taxi along with a friend and another person that our unnamed subject didn't really know who wanted to split the journey home. Oh, I think I remember this story. The taxi journey is a bit of a blur which can happen when you party too hard, but fortunately, our unnamed subject, who by the way <laughs> enjoys horse noises, did arrive home. <laughs> The next morning, our subject was reminiscing about the previous night with their friend when the discussion turned to the taxi journey. Our subject queried who this other person in the taxi was, only to be told there was no other person in that taxi. <laughs> what? <laughs> our acorn picket subject could remember, clear as day, that a mysterious figure was in the car. They knew they were there. But the friend who hadn't partied quite as hard was adamant the two men were alone. The taxi went straight to our subject's home and a stranger certainly hadn't come home with our subject and friend. Our subject wished so hard that this other ruggedly handsome friend was there to protect him, but sadly <laughs> that sexually magnetic friend was away at university. The subject questioned their sanity but this, it turns out, may actually be an occurrence of a well-known spirit or spirits plaguing the earth. A presence which has joined wandering travellers on their taxi journeys home since ancient times. Today, we are probing taxi ghosts. Fine research there, Mr. Moonwalker. Very fine and you read it very smoothly without a second's hesitation. Oh, taxi ghosts, eh? I've, I've watched movies where these are things. They tend to be people that have died, like, on a highway or on a particular road. And then, uh, I wouldn't say they choose to, but they seem to end up being in the taxi until the taxi reaches the end of the road, then they're just gone. Well, as you know from your research for most of today's episode we'll be getting into some of that later so do you have any reflections on that experience who you think it could have been not sure don't know who it could have been really could have been anyone was it someone in modding modern attire yeah absolutely someone that could have been out that night someone who could have passed recently possibly definitely would have been the time that this incident would have occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, clothes didn't look out of the ordinary. Cannot remember a face, though. And That's they, interesting, too. They do say that not all ghosts will have faces. Indeed. It's one of the most defining characteristics. Indeed. I've had dreams before where I've not been able to make up people's faces. Do you think this is the most paranormal experience that you've ever had? No. You don't? No. Are you going to indulge us? Maybe. 
There's the one of the little girl running through the hallway at my mum's house. The two dark figures either side of me walking home after a birthday night out. Uh, when I got ridiculously drunk after the England game. I think it was my 24th. And another one involved my aunt who had passed away. Mm-hmm. So just to clarify before we move on, yes, indeed, Mr. Moonwalker is researching my episode today for me. And yes, indeed, there is a shots rule involved. I'm going to give Granville the choice that I never had. We'll explain later. Wink. Now let me ring us back to June 2017. Sal, better known as Sam Andrew Lee... (laughs) A greedy bastard with three first names called a grab car at midnight. Grab car is basically a fixed rate Uber. Sam was heading for Oasis, a restaurant and events venue in Quaison City in the Philippines. When he entered the vehicle near Batterson Hills, there was already another passenger on board, which isn't unusual though. He's a bit cheeky but not unusual. Sam told the driver that he had booked a grab ride, not the cost-sharing grab ride service. But the now frightened driver replied to confirm that there wasn't anybody else in the vehicle. (coughs) Sam double-took and checked the backseat again, and to his surprise, nobody else was in the vehicle. Ah, safe. I still wouldn't have got in. (laughs) Sam closed his eyes, relieved. But when Sam opened them again and looked back once more, the figure was back in the back of the taxi. Sam closed his eyes again and told the taxi driver that the figure was back. Taxi driver dropped into a stunned silence. Sam decided that he had to capture some evidence. Clever boy, but also a stupid boy, because it's not going to work. And so Sam pulled out his mobile telephone and took a couple of selfies. We have those selfies and we'll now analyse this descriptively for the benefit of those that are unable to see our baffled faces as we look upon this evidence. First, a selfie in which you can see there is nobody in the back. So we will analyse this. Yeah, so you're showing us a picture of... Sam looking rather petrified, I must say. He does look a little bit on the scared side. He has absolutely shat his pants there. Well, what I don't understand here is... uh, Hang on. We'll we'll look at the second picture before I say what I'm going to say. Right. Okay. He does look a bit worried. And Sam is now showing us a picture again where this selfie there is clearly somebody behind him and they don't look too happy Mm. i will admit they do not look happy at all but i have some comments here are you you gonna do your cock you You, skipped a bit son (laughs) i didn't even see it (laughs) loophole baby (laughs) can't go back you better take this cock bigger than mine down goes the cocktail. What flavour was that? No idea. Whatever it was. You got the can right there. Different can. 
They're all different flavors. Cans right there. Not looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I was going to mention is in Sam's first selfie. Yes. He's it's kind of at an angle. Right? But it's not showing if someone was in the back with him, that's not ah. Hold on. Did he get in the back of the taxi or the front? I believe he was in the front. Okay, that makes more sense now then. Because I was going to say, um, this looks like it's at an angle. Okay, but no, he's actually in the front showing you the back and there's no one there. And then there's a faint image of someone looking pretty cross. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's fine. That makes sense. And they look quite faint as well. Like they They're could be clear, a like ghostly is. apparition. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting evidence we have here. Mm. I was about to ask if the uh, taxi driver saw this as well. Allegedly. So the account goes. And if so, how has he never seen them before? Although I suppose it's very rare. Nah. Check your mirrors, people. It's very rare you check your mirrors for your back seat, like looking into your back seat, you just kind of glance at them at traffic. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Although, oddly, that's one thing I've always been petrified of. Um, what, seeing someone in your back seat in your wheel? Because I used to have to drive through like dark, bloody country roads yeah, and yeah. everything like that. And the last thing I've always like thought is if I just look up in my rearview mirror and there's someone sat in the back <laughs> there, I'm gonna shit. Absolutely. <laughs> If yeah. you if you were to take a selfie of yourself in someone's car in the night and you were to look at them in the morning and see there was a figure in the back that wasn't there, how do you think you'd react to that? I think I'd be shocked, probably have goosebumps, everything like that. But I don't think I'd shit myself as much as if... Well, not as much as in the was, moment. Yeah. yeah. And I would also wonder if that... Um, apparition, that ghost, whatever, was following me, or if it was kind of part and parcel of the car. Yeah. Like, is okay, that apparition okay. someone yeah. that the driver knows or I, knew? Yeah. So I was wondering if you're trying to explain it away, like, oh, that was just a reflection, etc., or whether you'd straight up believe it, but you've gone straight belief and trying to work out if they're coming for you. Exactly. If they're attached to the car. Or if perhaps they're attached to that part of the road you were on. I, I hear you. It's, um, because, yeah, if I saw that in my camera, there's, I don't think I could explain that way. Yeah. In, hold that in mind. <laughs> so the entity. <laughs> Sorry, rewind. <laughs> Well played. The entity <laughs> is looking straight into the camera. The driver was bricking it too. Especially after Sam took the selfie and asked Sam if he'd mind getting out of the cab near the driver's house. The driver said that they would help Sam to get a new cab, but Sam bricking it even harder was like, F that. Summer Express state that this story went viral on social media. Sam, as far as we know, was able to reach her destination, but we can't be sure if the spirit followed Sam or the driver. To be fair, I reckon I could take this ghost 
I dare you to haunt me, spirits. I dare you. Oh, I'm a little bit surprised that you've challenged the spirits to come at you. I was not expecting you to do that. <laughs> Bearing in mind, you won't touch curses or anything like that. You've just challenged your spirits to haunt you. What are you going to do if I die? Prepare to be haunted. <laughs> Good. I know, I know exactly who you're coming for if that happens. So yeah, do you think that the spirits followed Sam or the taxi driver or the road? What do you reckon? What's your? I'm thinking you? possibly the driver. Maybe the driver hit someone and covered it up. Because I'm wondering if... Um, uh, I think the driver might have wanted Sam to go back so the driver was safe home and then get someone to pick Sam up. But then I was also thinking it's possible that someone that the driver knew passed away. Like, not even if they knew them directly, but indirectly. Hmm. Like their, their spouse's... Someone in their spouse's life. And they happen to be connected to him in some way or sitting in the back of his car something like that yeah yeah um also at this point why didn't he try and take a video of it he and put his pants and then the taxi driver asked him to get out to see yeah but he asked him to get out at his house they were near his house and he was like i don't want no more <laughs> of this right because i'm just wondering if he could um record it and then see if the apparition disappears and reappears. I mean, if he's got the apparition on camera, then surely it would show up on video. But I also am aware of an app that can put ghosts in the backgrounds of pictures and stuff like this. So what you're saying is you'd like to see some video evidence. I would. Hold that in mind. Good. (laughs) (laughs) This this bit made me think, what happens if you're killed by being hit by a taxi? Does your spirit haunt the taxi or the road you died on? It all depends on the laws of the afterlife, doesn't it? Well, that's, that's my question, because if someone passes away in a house, it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? They haunt that house. But if you die on a taxi... Do you reckon it's... That taxi's going to keep on, on driving... how powerful you are. And it, or if you have a certain connection with that object house or person because um in demons attach themselves to people rather than locations don't they in the award-winning critically acclaimed (laughs) film ghost with patrick swayze (laughs) (laughs) you didn't need to introduce it as award-winning and critically acclaimed i don't know what you were talking about if you just said ghost don't even know if it's award-winning or critically acclaimed must have won but some award. He's able to um, move around. He's good quite, at pottery. Quite a bit. But then actually, no, he's not tethered to Whoopi Goldberg's character. He can only speak through her and... He's not tethered anywhere, is I he? I think, yeah, he's free to move like he around. Roams. Whereas the guy that teaches him how to move things is tethered to the subway station. Or what? the platform and the train. So I don't understand why one is tethered and one's not. Because it doesn't explain why. Uh, I have watched Sam. it for too long. His name's Sam. Why Sam can move around freely and why this other guy can't. Maybe Sam is tethered and we're just not remembering it. I've not seen it for a very long time. Me neither. 
But, yeah, I think it all depends. However, it must suck if uh, you're tethered to that taxi. Because what part of the taxi are you tethered to? And if that car gets destroyed and dismantled, what part of it are you tethered to? <laughs> you're tethered to the right headlight. But then if that's completely destroyed, Someone what recycles happens? that plastic and make, turns it into a bottle. <laughs> and every time someone opens their bottle of 7-Up, you're popping you pop out. Up. <laughs> so next, I'm taking you to my favourite destination for a weekend of sex. Japan, baby! Singapore Uncensored. Which, by the way, is also the title of my favourite pornographic magazine. Yeah. Introduce us to his brief tale of a Japanese taxi driver who just so happened to possess a dash cam. One evening, which appears to have been during summer 2021, this taxi driver picked up a female passenger. I wonder if he actually just picked her up or she just got in the car. Put him on the shoulders. <laughs> He's actually not got a taxi at all. He just walks around and carries people. They call a taxi and he turns, he just up, turns up. What? Lifts them up. Off we go. This boom, is not what boom, I called boom, for. Boom. My name's Taxi, dammit. <laughs> when the taxi driver later checked the dash cam footage, the dash cam picked up the taxi door opening and closing, but did not pick up anyone actually entering the taxi. Oh, that's freaky as that shit. That would be insane. Throughout the ride, the camera footage looked like the taxi driver could see and was talking to a passenger, but nobody was showing up on the footage. Just an empty space. But for just a split second or two, the dash cam did capture something. We have that image. I'm now going to probe two images taken seconds apart by that dash cam. But before I do that. Yeah. So I work in a gym. Mm -hmm. And this gym also has a swimming pool. Correct. Um. Pretty decent size. <laughs> I'm like, correct. Like, <laughs> it's my workplace. Yes, it does. That's right. And um, there's cameras. So management can see what's going on Everything. in the pool. Yep. Um, reception can see what's going on in the pool. I have been tempted to walk around the outside of the pool and act as if I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. And then, because there's no sound to it, so just all the movements look like I'm talking to someone and then, like, guiding them, like, out of the pool and just mm -hmm. giving them directions and all of that and then just walk out as normal. Gosh. <laughs> I should do that. Right, so let's take a look at these pictures. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> this one. Oh. Right, so we have, why are they in two different, they're literally split seconds apart, aren't they? Yeah. So we have two pictures right here of the exact same taxi in the, these are not exact. These are, I don't know how far apart these pictures are, but in one of these pictures we have the taxi driver in an empty taxi. The, they are moments apart. The picture beside you have um, a ghostly apparition in the back of the taxi. Have you zoomed and in on that ghost? 
for some reason they are sitting in the middle of the taxi and not to either side weird but I mean who likes the middle seat but if you look at the vehicles in the back of the taxi they are very different one looks like a van behind and then Uh, behind that looks like multiple cars I thought that at first but then I looked a little closer. If you look um, at the seatbelt, the seatbelt is the same structure. There's the same handle above the figure. And below, there's a little white rectangle in both images. But I still wasn't convinced. I'm not saying so. that the inside is different. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the outside of the picture gives off something different. Yeah, so I was right there with you. So I found the video, and if you want, Ooh, we can watch the video in yes. just a moment. But just before we do, just zoom in on that figure, because that is proper ring grudge. Like, the face yeah. looks all effed up. Well, it's sort of not really it a face. Up. It's like, yeah, there's nothing there. Wow. And it's the kind of long, dark black hair yeah. that most um, Asian horror films now. I've said many times that I don't believe in ghosts, but if I saw that in the back of my car, I would fill my pants. Yes, you would. You're going straight for the video, aren't you? No. Um, <laughs> <for> some... <laughs> my screen zoomed. Ah, okay. Just okay. putting it back. All right, so, yeah, let's have a look at this uh, video. No! I do not consent. <laughs> Get out of my face. I don't want a cookie. Ooh. So the faces have been blurred out um, just to protect people's identities. Okay, we can see the van in the background. He's driven off, so that van is keeping with the picture that I saw. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know if he's singing or what. Just talking to him. Whoa! Okay, yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Just materialises, I'm going back. (laughs) He's watching it again. That is mental, isn't it? Like, Like I say, pants filled. I'm not seeing the door open and close, though. Oh, that was earlier, I believe. Someone got out, though. All right. Sorry, I'm going right back to the start because I want to see the door open and close. This is insane. Keep an eye on that door right now. Yeah, so there's a guy in there and uh, it then fades to black and then the car's driving. Just keep watching the door. That's the problem. He doesn't stop. Okay, he stops there. No, No doors open. You hear like a little click sound. That was about it. And then he's continuously driving, and he starts talking. Because the door had just opened there, hadn't he, it? He's driving. And then there's someone in the background. Like, don't get me wrong, he might be the best taxi driver in the world, but he's not picking up someone in a moving taxi. Like, it looks pretty cool how like they're there, and then they're not there. And then they're there. So every time it goes dark, you can see them. And then they slow down. And he stops. There is no opening and closing of the door and he's even stopped. 
He's looking at the camera or just probably checking his mirrors. There's no figure. Uh, no, there's no figure in the back. He starts driving up again. Yeah. Anyway, right, it's pretty awesome. Like, you see the figure appear. But there's no door opening. Uh, see, when I watched it, I thought about 30 to 35 seconds in, you saw the <clears throat> right-hand door open. Maybe I'm recollecting it incorrectly. You hear you hear a click, but you don't see the door. There's no and opening. You can see the taxi driver sort of talking to someone as if they're there, but there's clearly no one there. Yeah. But then... And then the figure manifests. <clears throat> I don't know if he then... I think the problem is because we have no idea what he's saying. We don't know what he's saying. Hmm. <laughs> we have no idea what he's saying. So we have no idea what he's saying. But I sometimes like talk when I'm by myself in my car. I'm calling someone an effing dickhead for something. <laughs> or, oh, that looks nice. Okay, well, regardless, but should we move on to the next one? Absolutely. That was pretty cool, though. So next I'm taking you to Maitland near Orlando in Florida. Florida. Boom. I believe around 2016, Melissa Kurtz, a 48-year-old mother, was taking her 13-year-old daughter, Harper, to a beauty pageant. Harper, respectfully, wasn't the brightest 13-year-old and was unfortunately regularly snapping selfies rather than wearing a seatbelt, resulting in 13 tickets for Melissa over a two-year period. A month later, Melissa was looking through her camera roll when she noticed something horrifying. In those selfies taken the day of the beauty pageant, a child, who most certainly was not in the car, was clearly visible behind Harper in one of the selfies. Melissa freaked the fuck out opened her google machine and did some research the very day of that beauty pageant just so happened to be the one year anniversary of the death of a young boy on that exact stretch of road well melissa read that there was an accident that day a year earlier and someone was medevaced to hospital when Melissa asked if they survived, the authorities wouldn't give any details, which of course the authorities are unable to do if a child has been harmed. Melissa sent the photo to the Edelon Project Canada, Director of Parapsychology, Afterlife and Paranormal Studies, Greg Poacher. He's a poacher, baby. Greg completed image, analy image analysis as used by the FBI and CIA and was able to evidence that the child in the photo has no color or temperature, proving that the image is real. Greg believes that this ghost had a purpose, to warn people not to make the same mistake they did, wear a seatbelt. I am now going to analyze this selfie with gray twat. <laughs> if you'd like to take your cock, sir. Nicely taken. When you wrote that, did you clearly know that I was going to do a shot at that point, or were you yeah. just... <laughs> I, I was more confident on this section than any other section of the episode. <laughs> what would you have done if I'd read it? <laughs> done a shot. 
Wait, so why do you have to do shots? At the end, if you didn't, if you read it all. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I gave you the choice. (laughs) I never had. So yeah, if you want to check this little photo, and I will confirm that this child was not in the car. Yeah, like, I mean, that's really freaky that I would freak out if I saw that. So, in this picture, you can clearly see there's a girl in the front seat. Um, In the reflection of her sunglasses, you can see her hands up, taking a selfie. And in the back, peering around the side of her chair, is the face of a little boy. Um, Kind of grey skin. I think it's just... the Grey? Angle. Um, He doesn't look too pleased. Again, but not in a face, yeah. Not in an angry way, like in a sad way. And you can't see his eyes because that section of her hair's in the way. But that is clearly a kid in the back there. Yeah. Also, if I was this kid's parent, as in the 13-year-old, I would not be letting them continue to ride in the car. Do you, <laughs> do you get tickets? rid of the car at that point? Oh, I get rid of the child. <laughs> <laughs> How many tickets do you need to learn your lesson? My gosh. Do you reckon that kid was like 13? 13 times she's fucking had tickets. Right, I, I'm I'm making a stand. Mm. And he goes in. He's like... Fed had up. enough. Yeah. So next up on our spooky tour is a trip to Facebook to learn the story of an anonymous taxi driver of 15 years. 15 years old? No, or 15 years experience taxi years. driving. I was going to say, where are 15-year-olds been allowed to but drive taxis? You researched this. You should know that. It's been a while. It was 11pm and the driver was getting ready to finish up. They removed their badge and unbuttoned the top button of their top. Home time. As the driver passed an old hotel on the route home, they saw a lady waving to stop the driver. The driver had finished his shift, so he was going to drive past, but his conscience came into play. And then these voices, these voices. Well, the driver pulled over, undid the window and leaned out. Where are you headed, love? The lady replied, Dimmerdale Avenue, off Walk Street. My favourite street. The taxi driver agreed, but he couldn't shake the feeling that something was off about this female wearing a white tank top and jeans. As they drove off, the lady stared with a solemn expression out of the window. The lady had jet black hair matted across her forehead. The skin was clammy and pale. The lady suddenly asked, Why are you staring at me? The driver didn't think his answer through because instead of a safe response, he sunk in. You don't look well, love. What's wrong with your skin? Shall I come back there and film us for a free ride? Okay, he didn't say that last bit, but just my second favourite pornographic category after Japanese. Jack it hard, son. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the skin conversation continued and the lady asked what's wrong with her skin. But thankfully for the driver, they were at the destination. The lady asked how much, and the taxi driver, feeling bad, said, Don't worry, love. The lady said, Thank you, Wilson. 
What? What? How did she know Wilson's name? Wilson's badge wasn't out as he'd finished his shift and taken it off. Wilson asked how she knew and the lady smiled. It was at this point that Wilson realised that the lady had no teeth Uh-oh. and on the inside of her mouth was as black as death itself. Uh-oh. The lady said, Next time you carry a corpse, learn to mind your business. You don't want to piss a dead woman off. With that, the lady opened the door and left, disappearing. It was at this point, with pants truly filled, that Wilson realised that behind Wart Street there was a graveyard. Two days earlier, a woman had been found dead there. The woman was wearing blue jeans and a white tank top. You're really committed to those sounds. (laughs) I feel like I've heard this one before. It Um, could have gone viral. Uh... So a friend of ours that I used to live with used to right. love watching shows like this. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, I may have kind of come downstairs and, it and seen it on. Could be. If it went viral, it could well have been picked up. But, I was thinking maybe he thought he'd put away his... Uh, well, he's a taxi driver. Sometimes they have their badge of ID mm-hmm. like on, yeah. on the dash. So he's... His other badge might have been put away. That one was still sitting there. Or if she saw something, maybe he was, uh, he'd unbuttoned his top. So maybe the collar of his shirt was uh, a little bit loose. And he's the type that puts his name into the collar of his shirt. So he knows it's his. (laughs) Like puts his name on all his clothing. Maybe, but none of that, none of that is in the account. I'm not saying it was, I'm just what, I'm trying to think of ways how she could have known. What do you think the spirit would have done had the taxi driver have insulted them further? Dragged him off into the graveyard. Just dragged him. Called all the other ghouls, ghosts and ghouls. I've got one here, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get him. What if ghosts can't actually do anything? All they can do is just be there. You know, that's quite freaky in itself. Like, that's terrifying. Like, can you imagine every time you turn around, there's just a face in front of you? If if I pass before you, I'm not just <laughs> going to appear all the time. I'm going to wait until you're about to get down and dirty with someone. I was about to say, you go, that's are you going to wait time. <laughs> until I'm jacking it to my favourite two pornographic categories? Japanese porn. <laughs> Singapore Uncensored. We are now going to quickly watch a video of a ghost causing a taxi driver to swerve in Hong Kong in February 9th, 2018. After checking this link to the video, I'm going to analyse a a freeze frame, which I definitely prepared earlier myself. It's video time. It's video time. Video time with Granville and Kev. Okay. There is some funky music. And Looks like GTA-esque. They're turning a corner. And you're dancing to the funky music as you're I watching. I am. Whoa! Okay. 
good. Whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm, I'm watching that again. Right. Fucking hell. So what I saw yep. is you see a flash of light. Yep. And it comes from behind the car. But it looks like it enters the car. Yeah. Yeah. So I've taken a freeze frame of that that we can look at as well after. I'm going to watch that again. Like, I mean, the music's funky. Do, do, do. But what do you think this taxi driver done to elicit that, considering there's a car behind it and it doesn't do it to that? Maybe this taxi driver hit someone. <laughs> and there's, like, multiple flashes in the... Yeah. Fuck. That's yeah. real. Something yeah, goes something through them. There. Um... I was going to say, do you reckon they used like a blue ban- a blue banana, a blue shell? Like they were having a Mario Kart race <laughs> and someone blue shelled him and that was the real life effect of it. But no, to be, whoa, that yeah, was... to be fair, I really struggled to explain this one with my rational mind. I like, mean, dash cams are absolute gold mines for this kind of thing, but that they are. You like... can clearly see something go across the road, and as you said, into the car, flash in the car. It's sort of split-second stuff, but it's clearly there. And if you pause it, you can see it. You can't see any sort of video effects or anything like that. And you can clearly see the car spin off after it happens as well. Yeah. And like you said, these freeze frames, you see whatever this white mist or apparition is into the back of the car, like it's in the car and out the car, and then the car swerves. Mm-hmm. One of the most convincing paranormal videos I think we've yet seen. That one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Are you just watching it over and over? No, I was watching the... Uh, watching? I was looking at the freeze frame. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because the first time I watched it, I just wondered... I was expecting it to be um, in front of the car and the car just swerves out of the way of something. Yeah, yeah. Not that it shoots into the car. And I also thought maybe... Um, whatever that was, it kind of went in front of the car, yeah. but you see it go in. Like, mental. Mm-hmm. It's a freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame of the misty figure. So we're covering a lot today. I'm not used to going so long. I usually like a quick finish. Not going to lie. I'm up for a long time. I like to go to bed. Just as a related bit of info from the rabbit hole this research took me, Granville Lucius Harry Potter Moonwalker down. I discovered that China actually has an Uber problem, whereby people are booking and then cancelling their Uber drivers, meaning that they still have to pay. When you book an Uber, you get a photo of the driver and license plate, and these Uber driver photos appear to be of zombies. Yes, zombies are driving taxis for Uber. I mean, they're the undead. What else are you going to get them to do? People see them and they're like, nope, cancel. I also came across accounts of a lone young adult female riding solo in the middle of streetcars and taxis in New Orleans before disappearing. There's also reports of a ghost taxi driving past people who think they've flagged down a taxi before it disappears. But the next tale I'm telling you is about a taxi driver on Killany Road which I believe is in Singapore, who stopped to pick up a passenger at 3am. 
That's the ghostly hour or the witching hour. The witching hour, yeah. That's not a time you want to be picking anyone up. No. Clock off. To be fair, that might have been the time that uh, me and said person got our taxi. Could have been. This passenger asked in an almost gurgling-like voice to go to the Japanese cemetery. Japanese cemetery in Singapore? Yeah. Japanese cemetery in Singapore. That's what your research said. Who goes to the cemetery? There's lots of Japanese people there. At 3am. The driver found this as freaky as what goes down on the pole in the 80s nightclub. So drove the passenger there in silence. I've done some damage in those clubs, by the way. Quite a bit. When they arrived, the driver turned around to ask for the fare, but to their shock, the passenger had disappeared. All that remained was a pile of dirt and leaves on the back seats. I've actually opened my car quite recently to find a pile of dirt and leaves on the back seats. How did that get there? No one sits in my back seats. Do you open your boot? Rarely. I mean, I, I haven't done for a while. If you're a taxi, taxi driver... Ghost. <laughs> if you're a taxi driver, you booked a taxi and then you looked at it and it was a zombie, what would you do? Get the fuck out of the car. Blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey! Because my first thought wouldn't be that, okay, a zombie just turned up outside my house to pick me up. I'd go out there oh, thinking that... Oh, sorry, sorry. Sorry. You were thinking if it actually was a zombie. <laughs> I, I thought you meant I was the taxi driver and there was a zombie in the back of the car. Sorry, no. I mean, if you're booking the taxi and then you get that notification like they've had difficulty with where it's a zombie face because it shows you the face of the driver. Mm-hmm. I would let the taxi arrive. Before I got in, I would make sure there is something sturdy between the front seats and the rear seats. I would make sure that the windows in the back are constantly down and if they do start going up that I have something heavy to smash the windows uh-huh. and also if they decide they're gonna I'm gonna check the boots I'm gonna check behind the seat in the back as well just to make sure there's no zombie lurking there and then I'll just take the taxi ride and then if they try anything I'll smash their brains in <laughs> Violence is the answer, folks. Checkmate, bitch. Right. Off topic, but I do actually really identify with Harry Potter as a character. I've always been joking when I've said he's whiny. Anyway, second to last today, we are going to head to Japan shortly after the 2011 earthquake and tsunami disasters responsible for many thousands of deaths and destruction. In 2012, a taxi driver pulled into a taxi rank to pick up a passenger. As the passenger goes to approach and get in the taxi, well, let's just say that the passenger is followed. We have a link to a video I'm going to watch completely of my own accord. Did the Mibs contact you just then to warn you not to open this video? Wasn't about the video. It's the moment I said I identify with Harry Potter. They were like... Bullshit, it's compromised. <laughs> hey, you, you said it, you got to stand by it. That's my safe word. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'm in trouble when I utter those words. I identify with Harry Potter. <laughs> you need saving. Chilling CCTV footage. Okay, 
You see a man standing at the side of the road. Taxi pulls in, screeches, whoa! And then we have a ghost woman getting there with him. <laughs> like, oh, no. oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, what are we holding on for? Uh, okay, gonna have a look. Just seeing if there is any possibility that she was stood there the entire time waiting for him, but you can clearly see him visible either side of the pole. Oh, it's got a noisy there. Yeah, they're trying to make it dramatic. Is this you watching it again and again? Yeah, just once or twice. <laughs> So what do you think the spirit was trying to do there? Or what do you think they did there, in fact? Again. And we why? Do, we don't know. Well, like, exactly. I'm asking you to theorise. has this man's wife passed away? Ooh. Is that her? Like, he might have just gone shopping. And, like, for all we know, she, in, like, Ghost World, she's doing the dailies. He's gone shopping. She's gone with him. And is just going back home with him but obviously he doesn't know that's going on maybe <laughs> maybe she's tethered to him as we discussed earlier exactly but she doesn't want to spend the energy walking she wants to hop in that taxi and get the ride too so she's got to move quick but i suppose if she's if it's just a normal day-to-day -day thing she's probably going to get in there but if she's tethered to the point of if he gets too like too far away, it really she just, hurts. Like, teleports to him, but it's really painful for them. Okay, then she'd get in the taxi. <laughs> really <laughs> needs to get in that taxi. But yeah, that's yeah that another another hard one to explain. Very, and we'll post some of these very. images to our Instagram at But It Was Aliens podcast. Obviously, we won't be able to post the videos there. I tell you what, though, we'll link some of those in our episode notes. What you, we yeah. are very unaware of is a lot of films are made, like a lot of films are made right. that use special effects. Yeah, that use special effects like this. A lot of films don't actually make it to, like, Ooh. to um, cinemas to. Yep. DVD to anything like that. Is it quite possible that some of these like directors of films or people that are involved in this, that these things don't make it to the light of day, but they're like, this part was really good and really quick. So let's just sneak it out in any way we can. It's possible. And I would like to raise you on that theory and suggest that some of these video editing technologies are so accessible today and lots of Absolutely. bedroom producers have access to them and could make this kind of thing themselves. Um, it was in one of our Patreon exclusive episodes where we covered ghosts. In one of those, this technology was used. Yeah, yeah. I would say, though, you could explain, like the one we've just watched with the lady getting in the car, you could explain that with effects. Oh, that the, one the with light. the taxi and the yeah, flash no. is real hard to explain. It's it's literally the way the car swerves off the road. That's yeah, so, yeah. Like, that's, it's a reaction. That one is bonkers. 
We'll just finish up here touching on ghosts, not in, but hailing taxis. Again, after the Japan 2011 earthquake and tsunami, as we've covered, the streets were dark and dim and the area of Ishinomaki was particularly quiet, having been devastated by 3,097 deaths and 2,770 missing due to the disasters. A taxi driver passing the area was somewhat surprised to be hailed down by a young female. The driver thought it peculiar that during this toasty summer, the female was wearing a lengthy winter coat. It hadn't rained in days, and yet this person's hair was visibly wet. Soaked, in fact. The taxi driver had pulled over, and when she got in, the girl asked to be taken to Minamahama district which was basically empty after the disasters. The taxi driver queried as he turned on the meter. The girl, trembling, replied, How I died. The taxi driver turned around to discover that the back seat was empty. This story was actually one of seven very similar stories told to sociology student, graduate student Yuka Kudo of Tohaku Gakuen University. Yuka spent much of 2016 compelling interviews from 100 taxi drivers for her thesis. Some of the seven encountered a lost, dishevelled man who kept pointing forward when asked where he wanted to go. Eventually, the man responded, Hiyoriyama Mountain. Once the taxi arrived at the top of the mountain and the driver turned around, the man had disappeared. Got out halfway. In Japanese tradition, ghosts or yuri are spirits with unfinished business or who were not laid to rest properly. If a proper funeral, grave visits and prayer are not completed, that spirit will wander the earth forever looking for a home they can no longer reach. These spirits can become bitter and seek revenge. Man, how do you respond? If you're a taxi driver and you pick up the ghost of a tragedy victim, what the hell do you do in that scenario? Um, that is awful. I think what I would do is I would go to the police. And But it's a ghost. Yeah, but I would... What if the ghost disappears? They're going to think you're mad no, and no, they no. might detain you under the Mental Health Act. No, but you can explain, like, give a description of what you saw... And then just ask if anybody fitting that description was not yeah, but found. As soon as you do that, the thing. As soon as you do that, they're like, this person is seeing things. They could be a risk to themselves. I think in this society, possibly, but I think spirits and everything like that is uh, more of a widely accepted thing in the east. So I don't think we're going to have that same kind of scepticism as we would here. Hmm, okay. And especially after an event yeah, like you. that. So I had another thought in this part, and I thought, what if this chap was really just a really, really skilled taxi hopper? Or this person was a skilled taxi hopper, so they make taxi drivers think they're a spirit by, like, ducking down when the taxi driver turns around, so they're not there, then they pop back up and they are there, and then just hop out. <laughs> but yeah my my final thought there was 
So not doing the traditional funeral and burial and whatnot creates the spirit. What if I don't 20 think it years... creates, I think it just keeps them tethered to our world. Well, yeah. So what if you have a funeral 20, 30 years later after realising you've pissed that ghost off and tethered them to you or to the world? Does that sort the issue or is it too late by that point and they've got angry and you have to put salt around your house and call in the exorcist? I suppose it would depend on if they get angrier and more powerful over time. Well, exactly. What happens? Or... How do you get yourself out of the situation once you're in it? Call us. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> the MIBs. Before we summarise, this is where my comeuppance strikes. As you all know, due to the intro to this episode, Granville's job was to convince you that this was an episode he researched whilst having no idea what was coming up, but his job was actually also to read everything exactly as written, with some select lines hidden in there. If you read this episode exactly as written the whole way through, I will do the remaining cocktails on that tray, Mr. Moonwalker. But if not, they would be for you. Yeah, uh, to be fair, I think I need to do at least two because you you committed pretty hard there. There was one bit in particular you skipped past. (laughs) I wasn't reading that. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the worst thing I've ever written. (laughs) I think you deliberately put that in there so uh, that you knew I wouldn't read it. My partner, when I wrote this one, I was saying to her about that and I was just laughing my arse off for about 20 minutes when it came to me. It amused me so much, and I knew you couldn't. But you, I did think I'd get you with the Harry Potter bit. I thought you'd skip that, but you were like, no, I don't think Harry Potter's a wide little bitch. I'm in. I, I was fully in on this episode. Just taking my one cock. Time for a second. <laughs> did you think I was going to skip some of the porn bits as well? Or did you not think I was going to lean as hard into them I, as I did? I wasn't sure on those. I thought you'd lean into some bits, but skip other bits. But yeah, the only bit I was real 100% sure on was that one <laughs> bit that I can't even repeat. <laughs> Would you like another cock? Go for it. Well, thank you. Oh, I'm not so keen on that cock. <laughs> oh, that's got a bit of a, a tea-like ting to it. I mean, it is Long Island iced tea, isn't it? Ah, I'm not a big fan of those. Anyway, in summary... I I love the fact that you've poured them but not even read what's on the front. It's part (laughs) of the fun. It's like bingo. Mm, True. You don't know what you're going to get until you got it. You don't know what cock you're getting. (laughs) Until it's in you. Referring to cocktails as cocks is brilliant for me. Do you want to come out and drink some cocks, Granville? (laughs) In summary, we've today life covered juice. life essence. <laughs> uh, that's an upcoming Patreon episode. <laughs> in, t- in summary, we've today covered taxi spirits. We begun the episode with Granville recounting his own personal experience sharing a taxi with a presence. We then moved on to cover Sam Andrew Lee's grab car experience, whereby on the way to Oasis in Quezon City. A spirit appeared, disappeared, and then reappeared in one of two selfies in the back of a taxi. 
We then went to Japan 2021 to cover the tale of a ghost caught on dash cam footage. The taxi door clearly opened, although not so clearly, but nobody got in. However, at times in the footage, something was clearly in the vehicle. We then visited Melissa Kratz in Maitland, Florida, who was taking her daughter to a beauty pageant when a small boy appeared in a selfie taken by Melissa's daughter, Harper. Take it, you're not going to read that line then. That, that's not in my bit. This child may have been the spirit of a child who sadly passed away on the same stretch of road a year earlier, warning the stubborn Harper to wear a seatbelt. Up next we covered the tale of taxi driver Wilson, who dropped off a corpse at a graveyard after insulting them. Then we saw a 2018 taxi get attacked by a misty spirit before swerving off the road, which was mental. We then touched on the China Uber zombie taxi driver problem and New Orleans ghost and ghost taxi. We then briefly touched upon the tale of a female who asked a taxi driver to take them to a Japanese cemetery at 3am. When they arrived, the driver turned around only to be greeted by a pile of dirt and leaves on their back seats. Next, we watched the video from, Chan from Japan in 2012, clearly showing a spirit almost attaching itself to a passenger as they entered a taxi not long after the 2011 disasters. We finally covered ghosts hailing taxis after the Japan disasters of 2011. We learned of both a drenched girl disappearing after realising that she had died, and a man who disappeared after reaching a mountain summit. We linked all these takes to the Japanese concept of Yuri, spirits who wander the earth if not laid to rest properly and who may seek revenge. These were inspiration for Ringu and Juon, the ring and the grudge. As you covered rather than listened to much of today's probe, is there anything you want to delve back over, Granville? No. Um, just that, whatever that fucking rapid fast spirit was that went into the back of that car, that was freaky. It's like the flash. <laughs> yeah, that was bonkers. So, are you saying that it was spookies? <sighs> right. We did cover quite a lot of different cases today. We did. We did. All of the same variety, though. I am not saying that all of them were spookies. But However... But I'm saying that at least three of them were three. Name the three, son. Um, the kid in the back of the car. Yep. The white flash of light that made the car swerve. Absolutely, yep. And the last. Was it a video or? Yeah, possibly the last one. Although I did mention that on you that one. You can see the door yourself, that one. No, I did mention that it's possible some of these are old film footage that yeah, didn't come yeah. out. But that one where the guy gets into the taxi and back talking and to then, someone. No, and then the ghost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those three. The rest, I'm unsure of. Okay. Oh, or I'm not saying they are. Is it Sam? Yes. At the start? Yeah. 
I'm unsure of his because that could just be someone in the back and he could just be making it up. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little bit unsure about that. But the rest of them, we only have hearsay and we don't know if people are just saying this to um, get a story out there or something like that. Fair point, yeah. The other one where you said originally that the door opened and then didn't, I would, I think I would have believed that more if I saw a door open and close and then... See, when I watched that originally, I was sure I did see it. I don't know if I gave you a different link where it wasn't quite as obvious or whether that was in my mind or what. But uh, regardless, we are where we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've known for a long time that I was going to be doing this episode and doing it this way for your birthday. The only further escalation from a story you've experienced yourself in your past at this point is covering a spooky tale at a location you regularly visit. So yes, I am watching everywhere you go <laughs> like a hawk, Granville. Every single unlocked front door that you walk through late at night, Mr. Moonwalker, I am watching. Oh, I also had an experience at the gym. Waiting. The cracked glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've discussed that one before. But yeah, do you remember last year I said I was going to go easy on you because I know I was going to be covering something. (laughs) Uh, This was it. Yep. I'm out of ideas now. I don't have anything lined up for next year. But I feel like we've escalated to such a point it will get dangerous if we go harder. Yeah. Hence why I did the cocktails rather than the straight whiskey and tequila and whatnot. (laughs) But yeah, as for this case, I don't think... This was a full-on hoax per se, but I did think the only logical explanation for that Japanese taxi driver video with the figure reappearing has to be a hoax, or it's just the shadow of the taxi driver. Um, yeah, sorry. This iced tea one, it's not great. No. Yeah, I love covering these spooky ones, but they are probably a bit disappointing to listen to me conclude on because I always think that they're tricks of the light and whatnot. I believe in other dimensions, but I struggle with the concept of more traditional spirits. But, hmm. I'm not saying that it was spookies. And I think all of them are either hoaxes or tricks of the light. The only one that I can't really make up my mind on what exactly it was is that swerve. Yeah, that was. I need to see more about the angle where that light came from to be able to rule out rational explanations. And I don't have that evidence to hand. It's not there. So, like I say, that one is phenomenal, though. But yeah, I. I. My gut is telling me that it's not spookies but i clearly enjoy this one though and absolutely do conclude that granville is being haunted by a taxi spirit the only question is what do they want my acorn dick <laughs> <laughs> any final thoughts i was just an acorn not acorn <laughs> I know. it was amazing <laughs> lonely <laughs> so lonely I have nobody <laughs> to call my own. Uh, no, no final thoughts. It was this was actually fun to do. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> a little bit of a mix-up. That is a wrap for today. So thank you for listening to. But it was a good If you've enjoyed this unusual episode. You can find more unusual shenanigans over at patreon.com where each month we cover the strangest or wildest of paranormal cases. You can gain access to these bonus episodes, side probes, for about three English pounds. 
So that is hopefully less than $5 if you're in America. Fuck yeah. But you never know how much of a fee Patreon is going to take on top of that because it changes every month, folks. It depends on exchange rates and all sorts of things. But we take less than three English pounds. We love making these episodes and are always open to your suggestions of future cases to probe. If you have a suggestion, you can hit us up on the Twitter at at But It Was Aliens, or you can follow the But It Was Aliens Facebook page and find the linked secret public freely available private group called Extraterrestrial Towers. There, you'll find a bunch of quiet, well-meaning paranormal enthusiasts who cannot be hushed, all ready to bring you the truth at a moment's notice. That's it for this episode, so until next time, if your body is a zombie, can you be a ghost at the same time? The truth is up there. Hash tag pro.